here on Newtown Radio. Say that again, just make sure the right mic was on. This is Days of Steam on Newtown Radio, here with your host, Neil Lichter, every other Thursday from 1 to 3 p.m. Check us out at newtownradio.com, neonlichter.tumblr.com. Got a special guest in this week, Run Like Hell from Wrecked and Academy. We'll be uh, talking a bit later, playing some music. We'll see where it all goes. Stick about This Is Days of Steam here on Newtown Radio.
raised by snakes I run all the time Raised by
you're listening to Days of Steam here on Newtown Radio. I'm your host, Neon Lichter. I've been in the mix for the past hour. For the rest of the show, we're going to have Ron Like Hell taking over and then have a few words at the end of the show. The um, website for the station is newtownradio.com where you can stream live and download the archives. Archives also up for streaming on my own space, which is neonlichter.tumblr.com. Also on Instagram and Facebook, neonlichter. All the info is on the Newtown Radio website. Let this one play out right now. This is Richard H. Kirk with The Feeling of Warmth and Beauty. Just going to let Ron take us off, and then you'll hear from me and us at the end of the show. This is Days of Steam. My name is Neil Lichter. You're listening to Newtown Radio.
so captivating. And the way she called my name was not unlike the song of the siren. not unlike the song of the siren.
you're listening to Days of Steam here in the studio with Run Like Hell. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me over. Thank you. That was, uh, I think the wonderful thing with these kind of sets, how it's just like all completely like, um, from like a blank energy. Neither of us have no idea what's going to happen next. We'll find out when we get there. Yeah, I, I had like certain ideas as one should after they played a lot of gigs and yeah, you know, you show up, you have a certain beat, you fall into whatever, but you know, when it's, there's a certain kind of chemistry and a kind of uh, kinship of like liking the weird and the club music, you know, yeah. the dance element, but yet you want to just have it be heard too and felt. So yeah, that was the, uh, that's the idea here. <laughs> like, and you've been playing for, you know, for many years now, both in clubs, working like with Wrecked with your party, solo gigs, just having experienced the scene here in New York in quite a long time. And that sort of ethos that you're rolling with, is that sort of goes in towards your ethos as a DJ? Absolutely. Um, meeting people, I see no color, no gender, no sexual orientation, no economic bracket. People come into a store, they show up to a party, and you're introduced to people. It's people to people, and it's unlimited. You know, I think the more you restrict and fall into a certain idea of like, hey, you know, we're here because of such and such. That's cool, you know, but that's really a vinyl umbrella of plastic of manufactured thought and practice that we're kind of thrusted into. And the rest is just let that rain fall on you, babe, and like have a great time, you know, like let's just deal with the elements, you know. Water on dry skin, yes, you know, let's us have a good time. So <laughs> conversation, music, whatever. So yeah, working in record stores, especially in New York City, really opened up my eyes, completely culturally, of course, because um, uh, I was raised in the desert and you only get a handful of cultures. But here I got exposed to lots of different kinds of thought, uh, dance music history, especially in New York, old garage heads, loft heads, and then rave scene out here was very different from where I came from. So. It's just been all very, very uh, bright and enlightening experience to, to move to New York. Yeah. What was the sort of moment for you where you um, like either sort of had this discovery, not just of this sound, but like of realizing that this is a way you want to go about? Uh, when I was a kid, you know, watching sci-fi movies, like when I was a young kid and how that really caught my attention, really took me to places, and especially the soundtracks with the Moog and all that, weird sound effects, reverby, echo kind of things just resonated with me and then once I got older and started buying music um, and listening to music I learned how to use a radio you know and dialing in to my various stations in the late 70s um, you know I started buying records and by early 80s I started buying records as early as 1981 so that was that's where I started to build the collection you know quote unquote <laughs> and so if I guess how do you find that not only has this ethos this style evolved but obviously now uh, you're quite known for the wreck parties. Like, yeah. how does that how does that tap into that? Does it channel it through because it's maybe more of a specific type of party, or if it's a specific type of party, mm -hmm. does it channel that ethos in a certain way that your style, or is it just allowed you to refine it to a certain audience? You know, it, it's it's a it's obviously a compromise of both, um, mm -hmm. but in the most positive way. It's about making sure that there's uh, if it's going to be devoted to a particular you know, male gay platform, then I want to elevate that. Uh, excuse me, one second, let's do another track. All good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so what I was trying to say is, uh, yeah, you. there's a compromise to it. It's bright. 
and being that there's a certain demographic that's going to go with it, I want to make sure that they, one, rise and take and turn the page and take the next step up from their LGBTQ history and also realize and break down the barriers that you, you are just a person after all is said and done. So go out, hear some great music that you probably wouldn't have heard at, you know, in other type of, uh, type of sets that are specifically devoted to that demographic. So I think it's more about just continually, continuously mind expanding, op be open to possibilities. I guess starting from back when you had first, what, what was the year that you had first started doing REC? REC was born in 2011. Yeah. So, so it's it's kind of young, kind of old at I the mean, same time. It, weird because, it, you know, it's not, you know, that's like what, like eight, nine years now. And that kind of just feels like a lifetime ago in New York terms. <laughs> How do you find yeah. that people, um, people were reacting to it for the first time to have a party like that? It was refreshing. Um, and the fact that it was in such a, a really rundown post 90s type of space where everything was just really disheveled and uh, there's a drum kit and still left and you know microphone stands and cords laying on the ground and tall people would hit their heads including my partner Ryan and I because we're both really tall um, but it, I think max you could maybe hold like 80 people in there but we squeeze in like 150 maybe sometimes more um, that was the, old the bathroom was always overflowing you know but people just didn't care really just had uh, I never went to save the robots, but people told me like this felt like a a totally pumped up version of like the Saint meets <laughs> Save the Robots. I feel like if it's the place I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure yeah, I've given myself a high top paid going down those stairs as well. Yeah, yeah, it was a total afterthought. It was a speakeasy. Cops hung went there and hung out upstairs at the upstairs bar at four, but downstairs we could still keep going, and the cops protected it. And when you had left, you had to go to the side entrance. It was, it was, it was. I don't know if the days like that. Are, uh, venues like that still exist in New York, but I'm really happy to have that type of uh, punky type of cred to this party as it started. So, yeah. And then were you able to sort of keep that, that sort of that refreshing feeling that going on when you're moving into larger spaces? We always tried that. We always tried it from working with the bunker and going to larger venue uh, output and then partnering up to do pride events. And, you know, we've always tried to make sure that no matter what the space is and how posh it may look or whatever, we want to make sure that our following our friends and family from all the years since day one or since the last party and then once they, it clicks and resonates with them, um, we want to make sure that that feeling is always forever there, you know? So despite whatever criticism some may have of, of our change of venues over the years, it's been really great to still share the type of music and still show up and not have to you know, we're the latest and look the fiercest or all this kind of stuff. Cause if we're really not about that, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really about, uh, uh, just really dancing your ass off and having a great time. Yeah. When is the next? So Rect was on, is a little hiatus, but we're relaunching in a brand new venue opening up in the basement of knockdown center. Um, and they're calling the club basement. So when you get there, you know where it is exactly, but it's also really cool. It's, uh, it's an old beer factory that used to produce all the glass in the basement. So where there was once a kiln and there's going to be booths and stuff. And it's it's a really amazing space. Um, it's really, for those who haven't seen it or don't live in New York and won't be able to see it anytime soon, it's almost kind of like a, like a distant relative of the Trezor basement. It's got, has that type of really makeshift industrial feel. And I think it's, I really think it's a great thing for Brooklyn um, and for the entire East Coast, if not the U.S., to have a venue like this. Thank you so, so much, Ron, again, for coming in. Uh, Thank you, Nyanishto. <laughs> for um, 
information about gigs, etc., social media, Ron like hell. Um, the archive of this show is going to be up um, tomorrow. That is on newtownradio.com, also on the webs- my website, neonlichter.tumblr.com. Uh, but again, full information across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, usual social media. Uh, you'll hear from me again next week. It's every... Next week, week after that. It's every other Thursday from 1 to 3 p.m. This is Days of Steam. My name is Neil Lichter. Thank you for listening. You are tuned in to Newtown Radio. Oh, 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 oh,